the righteousness of faith. Father, we come to you this day and we ask you to open up the eyes of our understanding and give us light as we are partakers of your divine nature. Those of us that believe, help us to realize who we are and never, ever let it go in the name of Jesus. Now open with me to the book of Romans and we are going to be talking about identity, identity, specifically identity theft. Don't lose your identity. Don't let the enemy, the devil himself, or any situation or circumstance or other person knowingly or unknowingly, intentionally or unintentionally, steal your identity. Don't let anyone take your identity because just like in the natural, if you lose your identity, you lose power, you lose ability, you lose resources, you lose all kinds of things, you lose everything when it comes to the to the spiritual realm and spirit life when you lose if you lose your identity. Now let me make something very clear. Identity is distinct from nature. Identity is distinct and different in a way than who you are. Identity is how you see yourself. Spiritually, you are a spirit being. Man is a three-part being with a spirit, with a soul, and with a body. And in the very center of that spirit man, the spirit and the soul is a heart. Spirit, heart, soul. And we are in a physical body in Jesus' name. This is who we are. This is the makeup of a man. Whether it's an old man or whether it's a new man, we are a spirit being. The old man, the man that's born of the flesh that was born through the womb of a woman is the old man, is the man of sin, is the man that is born spiritually dead. But the man that is born of the Spirit, the man that's born of the power of the Word of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, the man that's born again from above by the incorruptible seed of the Word of God, he is a living spirit. And this living spirit is a righteous spirit. Now your heart is where your identity is. Your heart is where you believe. Your heart is where seeds and words and, and things grow up and out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and out of your heart are the issues of life and the way you live and then your mind your soul your thoughts this is your control center you can choose to live from the inside or you can choose from live from the outside whenever your mind is in charge and in control and doing things consciously you can manipulate and 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 direct yourself rather rather well through the day however relax or release that control of the mind and the heart is going to run things or get in a high pressure situation and the heart is going to come forth and run things it's very important how our heart is the condition of our heart and we do not want to lose our identity in our heart to circumstances and situations on the outside. We don't want to get distracted on what's going on on the outside. We don't want to get distracted on what people are saying or what it looks like or even how it feels to yourself. Don't get distracted by your own self. You are not what you do. You are who the Lord God Almighty, the Father, the Creator of heaven and earth made you.
made you. You that are born again, born from above, that are the righteousness of God, you have been made a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old former dead man passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Now that is where we're going to start today. I'm going to flip over to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and then we'll go back to Romans. 2 Corinthians 5, 16. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh, or after the outside physical body out of the flesh. We don't know any man after the flesh, the old man, the Adam, the Adam and the man that was of the earth, the earth man. We know no man after the flesh. Yes, though we have known Christ after the flesh, in the physical body, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given us to us the ministry of reconciliation to know that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself not imputing their trespasses unto them and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us we pray you in Christ's stead be reconciled to God for he God the Father the Creator has made him Jesus your Savior, your Redeemer, to be sin, the dead, fallen, corrupted nature, the old man, the first Adam that missed it. For us who knew no sin, that we, that's you and I, might be made Recreated, not just said to be, not just fictional, not just I'll call you this even though you're not, but that we might be made the righteousness of God, the Father, of God, the Creator, in Him. So the contrast here is sin versus righteousness. Jesus was righteous. Jesus is righteous still. But for a short time on that cross, going to the pit of hell before he raised from the dead, he was made to be sin. Adam was made to be sin when he rebelled, when he disobeyed in the Garden of Eden. But Jesus was made to be sin by a sacrifice, intentionally, on purpose, for a purpose, who knew no sin. He was not a sinner. He had never sinned, but he absorbed. He took upon the fallen man condition so that he could take the punishment, so that he could be the representative, and that we would be made the righteousness of God in him when we were raised from the dead with him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now remember who you are. If you are born again, you are the righteousness of God, the Father in Christ Jesus, and you are a new creation. The old creation has passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Romans chapter 3 verse 21 says, Now the righteousness of God, of God the Father, the Creator, without 
the law is manifested being witnessed by the law and the prophets even the righteousness of God through faith of Jesus Christ into all and up on all them that believe for there is no difference for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God being justified being declared righteous freely by his grace his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Faith in his blood. Do you have faith in the blood of Jesus? Do you have faith in the power of the cross? Do you have faith in the death, burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness that he, God the Father, might be just and the justifier, the one that declares righteous, him, that's you, that's me, that's whoever, which believes, that has faith in and relies on and depends on Jesus and what he did. Hallelujah. The righteousness without the law. What does that mean? You cannot earn this. You cannot become a new creation by by doing things good enough, long enough, or finally attain some height of perfection where God now says, okay, I'm going to tick you off as righteous. I'm going to put you in the books as righteous. No, it's not by the law. It's not by works. It's not by anything you can do. You can't boast about it. Where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law of works? No, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is declared righteous by faith without the deeds of the law. You've been declared righteous through faith in the blood of Jesus. And faith in the blood of Jesus means you rely on him. You depend on him. You draw from him. You believe that what he did was enough. Now, don't let your identity be stolen from you. You could not do enough works, enough good things, enough anything right, enough good behavior long enough to be made and to become the righteousness, the very nature of the creator himself. You couldn't. Well, neither can you do anything long enough or bad enough to lose your righteousness once you become that. Now, that is the exception of something we're not going to get into. But what I am saying to you is this. An honest, born-again child of God that is looking to stay there, that is committed in Jesus' name, don't let bad behavior, don't let a bad day, don't let an outburst of anger, don't let troubles and struggles and things that are pulling on your flesh, don't let any of that say You lost your position. You lost your righteousness. God's angry at you. He doesn't want to be around you anymore. Don't isolate yourself. Don't lose your identity because you had a bad day or you behaved wrong. You cannot lose your righteousness. You've been sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And unless you intentionally, on purpose, reject Jesus to his face in a a full, deep way of the heart intentionally and trample his blood underfoot, you're not losing your righteousness. And I declare in Jesus' name, you never will. Glory to God. So hang on to that. Hang on to who you are. Know who you are. Know it. Don't let the devil or anything else 
destroy your identity and mar what you believe about yourself. Glory to God. Romans 5.1. Therefore, being declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. You've been justified by faith. You have peace with God the Father. Hallelujah. Now, verse 12 says, Wherefore, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men in whom all have sinned. What does that say? That says every person that is born through the womb of a woman that came originally from the loins of Adam was born into this earth a sinner. Sin entered into the world, and death by sin born dead, born a sinner, born an old man, born an earthy man, born a fleshy man. <laughs> Verse 14, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. It doesn't matter what you've done. Adam did a horrible sin that took and plunged all mankind into the depths of death and brought in Satan and all of his mess into the earth to corrupt it and to bring in evil. That's how bad it was. Now, even if you didn't do that, you were still born into that nature. But, 15, not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, many be dead, the whole human race be dead, oh, much more, the grace, the favor, the ability of God, the provision of God the Father, and the gift by grace, by one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded unto many. One man plunged all mankind into sin and death. And we had nothing we could do about it. Well, one man came, Jesus Christ, and he made a way for all men to make a choice whether to stay in the condition of death or a choice to come into the family of the kingdom of God as a son of the creator, as the righteousness of God himself. Oh, glory to God. Verse 17, for if by one man's offense, that's Adam, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. A declaration of righteousness of life. Life is knowing the Father. Life is having a relationship with Him. Life is fellowship. Life is walking in the light because you are in the light. The light. You are a light being. You are a righteous being. You are a declared righteous being. You are living in communion and union with the Father. Now experience the reality of this. Experience and enjoy the reality of your righteousness, of who you are of the life and the and the interaction you have with the Father. Hallelujah. The fellowship you have. Know who you are. Don't forget. Don't let anything steal this from you. And if it's not real to you, get into your Bible. Look into the mirror of the Word of God and see who He is and you'll see who you are. And as you behold, your heart will be transformed into that very same image of identity from glory to glory. And you'll draw from that new creation that you are and you'll live it out in behavior. 
You'll live it out in thoughts. Let your mind and your thoughts be renewed to the new pattern of thinking. Don't think the old way. Think the new way. And you have to get into this Bible to get the thoughts of Jesus Christ. You have to pray in the Spirit. you got to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus with the Word of God. And He will reveal who you are. And He will show you who you are. Listen to good teaching. And the teaching will help you. You'll be instructed in the Word of righteousness. Glory to God. Verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners. As by Adam's disobedience every single person was made a sinner. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover the law entered that the offense might abound. But <laughs> but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin has reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Grace reigns through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Grace reigns through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. The ability and the provision and the favor of God is in your life through righteousness unto eternal life. Unto eternal life. Do you know what eternal life is? We've talked about it before. We're going to talk about it again. Now go into John, St. John, the 17th chapter. This is Jesus speaking. He's praying unto the Father right before he goes to the cross. And he says, this is life eternal. That they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent, knowing him, knowing Jesus, that is eternal life, knowing him, knowing him intimately, knowing him fully, knowing him who he is and who he made you to be, knowing him, that interaction, that 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 communion, that fellowship, that intimacy, that special place. Go to 2 Peter chapter 1, and in 2 Peter chapter 1, we are going to look at who you are. 2 Peter chapter 1. Peter, an apostle, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. You've received precious faith when you were made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Grace, favor, peace, wholeness, soundness, fullness, oneness, union and communion with the Father, peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, like we read in Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord, according as His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life, Remember, life and godliness through the knowledge of Him, through the knowledge of God the Father that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby, by His divine power, are given unto us exceeding and great and precious promises that by these you, 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 listener, you, believer, you, anyone who you are that would believe, be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Wow! A partaker of the divine nature 
having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Lust. Verse 5. Besides this, giving all diligence. In other words, be quick. Be quick. Be speedy. Be hasty in performance to add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness the love of God. Covenant agape charity love. Love. True love. Deep love. Not emotional love. Committed love. Covenant love. All these things we just listed. These are fruits of the Spirit. Let who you are flow out of you by believing it. This is who you are. You have diligence to add to your faith. You have added to your faith virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, and covenant love. For if these things be in you and abound, they'll make you fruitful and active in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacks these things is blind blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins from the old man the sin nature the dead man don't forget who you are don't be blind to who you are don't let the enemy blind your mind and and darken your heart and shroud things and make things obscure or bring in confusion or debate don't let false doctrines confuse you and take you off some path where you find yourself dark where you find yourself blind and forgetting that you were purged from your old sins wherefore the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure you've been called unto righteousness son Daughter of the Most High God, you've been called into the family. Make your calling and your election sure. You've been called into sonship. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. You'll never fail. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm telling you, remember who you are. Don't let anything steal your identity. You are the righteousness of God the Father in Christ Jesus. If you have put off the old man, and if you have put on the new man, and if you're depending upon Jesus, hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 26. For then must he often, that's Jesus, have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world has he appeared to cancel sin by the sacrifice of himself. When was that? That was on the cross. And as... It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. So Christ was once, one time, on that cross, offered to bear the sin of many. That's all of mankind, those that have been born, those that are living now, and those that will ever live on this planet before the before the coming of the of the millennial reign. And unto them that look for him, he shall appear the second time without sin unto salvation. For the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never, never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. The old law, the old way of keeping covenant, the old way of, of, of being in relationship has passed away. It, it, it was good at the point, but it was to lead us to Christ. It was to bring us to faith. It was to point to Jesus. It was to make a way so that he could come and do what he did in being made sin and pay the penalty for it and then raise from the dead to bless us and make us new creations through faith in his blood. They couldn't make the comers there and too perfect. 
for, then would they have not ceased to be offered because the worshipers once purged should have no more conscience of sins. Well, let me tell you something, saint. You're a worshiper that has been purged and you should never have any conscience of sin. Now, I'm not saying if you do something wrong, you ignore it and don't do anything to make it right. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you have no more conscience of sin. You're not thinking failure all the time. You're not thinking I can never do enough or I missed it again. You're not thinking you're the old man. You're not acting like the world. You're not acting like most of the people on the planet that aren't even new creations in Christ Jesus. There are more of them than there are of us, but we're gaining ground. The new creation is taken over. And before, <laughs> oh, we're taking ground. We are the blessed of the Lord. Remember who you are. Don't let the enemy steal your nature out of your identity. He can't change you into a dead being again, but he can certainly try to his best to make you think like it. We're not ignorant of his devices. He is a liar. He is a deceiver. And don't let a wrong identity and wrong belief cripple the new creation that you are by keeping him shrouded and held back. Don't live a carnal life, live a spirit life. I, I, I trust you're understanding me. I trust you're hearing what I'm saying. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22. Put off concerning the former lifestyle, the old man, which is corrupted according to the deceitful lust. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry, sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more. Rather, let him labor, working with his hands a thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needs. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, so that it may minister grace unto the hearer. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you. With all malice, be kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love. What am I saying to you here? I'm saying you are a new creation. Now put off the old creation. You are the new man. Now put on the new man. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Put them on. Be fixed in your heart and believe. Put them on. Sow the word and water the word in your heart. And the Father, the, the cultivator, will give you the increase of who you are. And don't let any of this wicked behavior blind you to who you are. Don't give place to the devil because if you act in a way that's old man and worldly and sin, though that may not destroy and, and lose your righteous nature and your new creation, it will give place to the devil in your thoughts. And if he can get into your heart, oh, you are stuck. You can have a life controlled in misery being a new creation believer now that is frustrating. That is something you don't want to be. You don't want to be that way. You want to live who you are and be in action who you are. Think who you are. Live who you are and walk in this 
forgetfulness. Give no place to the devil through bad behavior, through old ways of thinking and doing. That old man is corrupt. Now you put on the new man. You put him on in your mouth. You put him on in your actions. You let him reign. You, uh, If you focus in on who you are, if you focus in on the new creation that you are, if you get into your Bible and see what new creation is and new creation means out of your heart in abundance is going to come everything of that new creation. And as you develop in this, you will be more and more and more in tune with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and you will thrive in this life as the new creation that you already are because you will not allow the enemy to get in through any scheme, any lie, any demonic activity in the world or anything that you're yielding to in your life. You will stay strong, you will stay firm, and you will stay protected. Now in Jesus' name, I plead the blood of Jesus over you, and I declare you that are new creations in Christ Jesus, walk in the light as he is in the light. Look into the perfect law of liberty and be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. And the storms of life will not blow you over, but you'll be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And you will go through these next days with victory. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.